It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield! Allen, tripped up! He could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets! Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And we have breaking news. The Jets have signed running back Dalvin Cook, a four-time Pro Bowler, to a one-year deal worth up to $8.6 million. The guarantee on the deal, I believe, is around $7 million. That's what the numbers seem to be based on the multiple reports. And so to break everything down, including talking about the film of Dalvin Cook from 2022 – the Thunder from Down Under, the man who does all the film on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash play like a jet, including a video he put up of Dalvin Cook from last year, which we'll get into a little bit later. Luke, what's up, brother? I'm doing well, Scott. I'll be honest. This news kind of caught me off guard. I thought the way it had been trending, the way we saw the Jets running backs that we talked about on yesterday's show play against Carolina, maybe this wouldn't eventuate, but the Jets have thrown all their chips in the middle of the table. What it means we'll get into, we'll discuss down those rabbit holes, but I think it's just another talented player added to the roster, and I don't think fans can really complain. Luke, I think that's well said. Peter J. Dillard actually had a really good point. Peter J. Dillard, of course, One of our favorites and the man who came up with the term usurper for Adam Gase will always be a legend on this podcast for that. He said Dalvin Cook may have seen that game and seen some of the other performances from these running backs, Israel Banakanda, Michael Carter, and Bam Knight, and thought, boy, he better sign now before the Jets decide they're not interested anymore. So he gets in there now with a maximum value of $8.6 million. It sounds like the Miami Dolphins only went to a certain point. They weren't willing to break the bank or pay anything close to what the Jets paid. That was according to Joe Shad of the Palm Beach Post. And based on everything you hear, the Jets were easily the best offer. So Cook looked at this, probably figured now was the time to make the move, especially after the news dropped about Ezekiel Elliott signing a one-year deal worth up to $6 million with the New England Patriots, crazy. Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott a couple of years ago would have been considered two of the top five running backs in the NFL. Now they're signing one-year deals, but the Jets are pushing all their chips into the middle of the table. They feel that Cook is a playmaker they can really use, especially as Brees Hall is working his way back. As of now, the expectation is that Hall will begin the season On the active roster, he'll just be on a limited pitch count. It is possible that there's something that happened behind the scenes to push him back a little bit that we don't know about. But as of now, I'm operating under the assumption that Hall will be ready for week one. So what this probably means is that the Jets will look to deal either Bam Knight or Michael Carter. I don't see them trading Israel Abanacanda. That wouldn't make any sense. Bam Knight, very stylistically similar to Dalvin Cook. I know you and I talked about that before, Luke. But I think ultimately Carter probably makes more sense to trade if they can get something for him only because he is now in year number three of his rookie deal. So he'd only have one more year after this anyway. 
You get a little bit more and on a cheaper contract with the undrafted Bam Knight, who the coaching staff seems to really like. Michael Carter, maybe a little too outspoken for this regime as well. We know that they're not big on that. So, Luke, when you look at it with a view from the sky, the overhead look, I think that's really what it comes down to. They feel like Dalvin Cook gives them a playmaker in a win-now window. Maybe they weren't as confident in the three young running backs as most of us were. And ultimately, maybe they believe that he can be the Ladanian Tomlinson for this team. I know Tomlinson was a little bit older. Both guys slipping a little bit. If you look at Delvin Cook, and I'm going to let you get into this in a second, he started to slip. He's not quite the same running back that he's been in the past. He had career lows last year. And when you look at the film, and I'll let you get into the film in a little bit as well, you see that he was much more a product of the Minnesota offensive line, one of the best offensive lines in the league than he has been in years past. It's going to be a little tougher with this Jets offensive line. And Brees Hall is somebody that you assume will be running back number one once he finally gets his sea legs under him. But until that point, perhaps Delvin Cook fills that role. LaDainian Tomlinson in 2010, people look at his production and say, look at the yards, look at the touchdowns. But you have to remember almost all of that production came in the first six weeks. So if Delvin Cook can do something similar to what Tomlinson did for the first six weeks or so, help the Jets along until Brees Hall is ready, not a bad move. So did they pay a little bit more than some people might have been expecting at this point? Sure. Is Dalvin Cook necessarily the guy that he's been in years past? Probably not. But the Jets are all in. They're pushing their chips into the center of the table. They added another playmaker. And like you said, Luke, can't really complain about it. If anything, it's surprising that Joe Douglas is the general manager to make this move and probably slightly overpay for a little bit of a declining player who plays a low-value position. But on the other hand, we know the running game is extremely important to this offense. Nathaniel Hackett, like Mike LaFleur in the old regime, likes to run the football, take pressure off an older quarterback, and that's how you can also protect him while being worried about your offensive line play. I still think he's very much cover for Brees Hall early in the season. You want to limit Hall's workload. You also want to cover yourself in case he doesn't come back the same player in year one off the ACL. Because we've seen that a million times. A guy like Cam Akers, um, Saquon Barkley, they don't come back and they aren't explosive as much the first year following the surgery. So I think it's more about that than necessarily the younger uh, running backs on the roster. If you let me choose, I'd keep Michael Carter. I just think the complementary skill set, his ability to make the first guy miss with lateral quickness, his pass catching ability we saw on the weekend against Carolina, and also the pass blocking, that's why I still think he's a valuable commodity. But hand in hand with that means he also has more value in a trade. So I'm fascinated to see how this plays out. Um, The Jets have a plethora of NFL talent in the room now, regardless of who they keep or who they trade or cut or stash on the on the practice squad. So I think overall, it's pretty exciting. Um, I've been pretty vocal along saying I don't love the move as we have kind of touched on. I don't think his film is as good as it was. But all in all, I mean, the Jets are in a win now uh, mode. Aaron Rodgers took less money, especially in 2024, to allow you to make these kind of deals. And that's exactly what Joe Douglas and the Jets have done. Play like a Jet. Play like a Jet. Luke, you hit on something important. Dalvin Cook, more than anything else, a little bit on the expensive side, but a high-end insurance policy, which makes sense if the Jets are thinking that they have a real chance to compete for a championship this year or certainly make a playoff run at the very least. 
So Dalvin Cook comes in here, gives the Jets another option. We'll see what that means for Bam Knight and Michael Carter. I suspect that if the Jets can get something of decent value for either one of them, particularly Carter, they will make a move. Perhaps the Jets try to take Carter and Bryce Huff, who has been talked about in the past as somebody who could be moved in a trade, put those two guys together and make a run at an established offensive lineman. I don't know who that would be. I'm just thinking out loud. Maybe that's something that they explore if there's an offensive lineman that is dangling free at some point. Certainly wouldn't be enough to get somebody like Zach Martin if the Cowboys even make him available at any point, which I don't expect. So, Luke, insurance policy for sure. And as we said, one of these guys is probably going to be gone because I can't see that they're going to carry all these running backs unless – They put Brees Hall on the pup list, which as of now, we have no intel to indicate that that would be the case. Let's talk a little bit more now about what Delvin Cook does bring to the table. Four-time Pro Bowler. He wasn't as good last year as he had been in years past. Before we get into anything else, talk about the difference between the Minnesota offensive line last year and what the Jets are looking at this year, because I do think that matters a lot. You look at that Minnesota offensive line, that's probably a top five or six offensive line. That's a playoff team right there. And you have to remember, Dalvin Cook was released. I know he was making a lot of money, but the Vikings are a team that is absolutely going to be in the mix, not only for the division, but for the NFC. So the fact that they didn't make a concerted effort to keep him long term shows you that perhaps they believe he's slipping as well. Madison played quite a bit last year when Cook wasn't in there and his production wasn't all that different. So that's something to think about. Talk to me about the offensive line with Minnesota as opposed to what the Jets have. We know about the questions. Lakin Tomlinson and Elijah Vera Tucker, the two guards, Connor McGovern should start at center. The tackles right now up in the air. Dwayne Brown will start when he comes back, but who knows what he looks like, 38 years old, coming off shoulder surgery. The other tackle spot, Makai Becton, we're seeing encouraging signs, but it doesn't seem like the Jets brass trusts him much. You got Billy Turner, you got Max Mitchell, who knows what happens there? There's the wild card of Elijah Vera Tucker moving to tackle as well. And then maybe Wes Schweitzer playing center with McGovern at guard or tip minute center with McGovern playing guard. Either way, that's something that the Jets could do if they feel like they're in a desperate situation and have no other choice. So the Jets offensive line, many more questions, much shakier than what we saw from Minnesota. How much do you think that will impact what we see from Dalvin Cook in the early going with the Jets? Yeah, I think it'll impact it a lot, Scott. Before I get too much into the comparison between the lines, um, there was just a tweet from Brian Costello from the New York Post who said that Brees Hall is expected to be back for week one. The Cook signing shouldn't be seen as a sign that he won't be. Jets should be excited with how Hall is progressing. So just confirming what we just talked about, it looks like Brees Hall will be on the roster, uh, not on the pup list week one. Transitioning now across to, to talking about the respective lines, I think this is perception that the Minnesota Vikings always have a bad offensive line because of the pass protection. There were still some issues there last year for that group. But Christian Darasaw is legitimately one of the best tackles in the NFL. If he can stay healthy over the next two or three years, he's going to get a $100 million contract because that's where these offensive line uh, deals are going. And he is supremely talented. Um, a guy that the Jets were very interested in taking. I was someone I was very high on, had a bit of an injury pre-draft, and then they traded up and, and got AVT. But when you look at their run blocking, they were the fourth best unit in the NFL for yards before contact. So what does that mean? If a running back isn't being touched, it's usually not because of his elusiveness. It's because of how the play has been designed and blocked out. They did a superb job. But then 
If you look at Dalvin Cook on the other side, he was the second worst in getting yards compared to expected yards uh, if you look at that metric. So he wasn't getting uh, the most out of those plays and the blocking that the Minnesota Vikings line was presenting to him. A lot of Dalvin Cook's yards came on big untouched plays where there were 70-yard touchdown against the Buffalo Bills and things like that. There wasn't a lot of these 10 to 12-yard runs. If you look at the New York Jets, they struggled mightily last year with their run blocking as soon as Elijah Vera Tucker went down. Makai Becton, if he can somehow get on the field, he's a huge help to that. And I think Dalvin Cook should be cheering on Makai Becton these next two weeks of preseason. But if you look back just a week to the Hall of Fame game, I know they weren't the starters, but Max Mitchell was really poor. And that right side had no push. And there's a chance he does start for the New York Jets at right tackle with whatever happens with Billy Turner and with Dwayne Brown. So ultimately, I think the Vikings are a much better run-blocking offensive line right now. I think the Jets can be middle of the road, but they're going to need some luck. I think that doesn't work to what Dalvin Cook has really done the last 12 months. I think he's someone who needs obvious holes. He's not really a tackle breaker anymore. He's a straight line accelerator. That's a good fit in the scheme. That's still a valuable skill set, but I think it's going to be interesting to see how he can maximize that with the New York Jets in 2023. Luke, the positive is, as we said last year, Dalvin Cook, a pro bowler again, fourth straight season. He had 1,173 yards and eight touchdowns. But when you look a little bit deeper, 4.4 yards per carry, that is a career low. And so you have to worry about that a little bit. It looks like he is on the decline, like you said, expected yards at the bottom of the list. Now, this doesn't mean that he can't be a very productive player for the Jets, particularly as a guy who can help ease the transition of Brees Hall back into the lineup. We talked before about the young running backs, but Dalvin Cook is a seasoned veteran, and he certainly understands what Aaron Rodgers is all about, having played against him two times a year, every year of his career. So having Cook, an established veteran with that kind of experience, helps. We also know he can do some damage in the passing game, 39 catches, 295 yards, and two touchdowns last year as well. Aaron Rodgers, 60% of his completions went to running backs. So anytime you get a running back who can do things in the passing game in the year 2023, that's a positive. And certainly when you're talking about Aaron Rodgers, who likes to make use of the running backs, that's an even bigger positive. Let's talk a little bit more about the film. You have a video on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash play like a jet. Breaking down Dalvin Cook's season in 2022. Make sure you watch that video if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash play like a jet. There's pluses. There's minuses. And obviously, there's the matter of the Jets scheme and how he would fit into that scheme. Based on what you watched, talk a little bit about the pluses, the minuses, the scheme, and what Jets fans can reasonably expect, in your opinion, from Dalvin Cook in 2023. I think the fit to start with Scott is pretty good. Um, the Vikings have always played, you know, a fairly similar play action, uh, bootleg type system, like we saw from uh, the Shanahan uh, kind of family tree, I suppose, and the coaching tree that's established from there. Um, that's very much what they've done with Kubiak and ever since then, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. So I think Cook is naturally a very good fit. He has great vision still, and he's a decisive decision maker. Um, they're two things that this offense values very highly. One cut, make your decision, hit your hole, and get north-south in a hurry. That is naturally what Dalvin Cook excuse me, does really well. I think he's still good in the red zone. He can finish. 
Um, I don't think Michael Carter or even Izzy Abanakunda, who had 20 touchdowns plus for Pitt last year, they're not necessarily run behind your pads, finishes in the red zone in that tight five-yard space. So I think Dalvin Cooks adds some of that as well. He's always going to make roughly the right play. It's just that I think what the film showed on the negative is that he just can't maximize it. And I already touched on it. The numbers back it up, but I hadn't even looked at the numbers at this point. I was purely watching them against um, the Bills, um, a, a game against uh, the Arizona Cardinals comes to mind where he'd get out in space and you'd think, if you make this safety miss, this is a house call. And he just couldn't quite shake him or... He'd, he'd break the first little arm tackle and he'd be rumbling and a linebacker would be able to chop him from the side. He just didn't seem to be able to make as many of the explosive plays that he's been known for over his career. The raw numbers still look good. It's really easy to make an argument for him online when you say, well, Dalvin Cook had a thousand yards and he averaged 4.3 yards a carry and he had all these touchdowns and he was a pro bowler. Realistically, that means nothing. He was slightly declining. His four point, I think it was 4.3 yards per carry was actually in the bottom third of the NFL. Madison greatly outperformed him when he was on the field. So I don't think he's the same player. But as we've said, he hasn't been signed to come in here and carry the load all season or to change the Jets offense. He's coming in to be the insurance policy, to take some of the load away and to be just another weapon. Um, I don't think he's someone that's going to be on the field on third down necessarily. He's not great as a pass protector. He can do some things in the passing game as a catcher, but he's not, you know, a Le'Veon Bell, Christian McCaffrey type dude. I think Michael Carter is more skilled in that area as well. So overall, I still think he's a middle of the road running back. I think that that kind of guy signing in August is still a win for your football team, given the Jets situation with Hall. And I think Cook will still definitely be able to provide value, especially the first half of the season. Luke, what do you think the best usage of Dalvin Cook would be based on the film that you watched and how you see him as a fitness offense? I think it has to be early downs and it has to be red zone, Scott. Um, he's someone who is quite effective running between the tackles. So if the Jets want to mix up uh, their calls, not be so wide zone heavy on certain sets, I think he gives you the ability to do so. Um, he's got a big enough frame that he can carry those kind of uh, bell cow type touches where number one, the volume early in the season, but also you can use him as a bit of a battering ram between the tackles where you wouldn't want to do that with a guy like Michael Carter, because number one, he's never done it. He played with Javante Williams uh, at North Carolina and then had Brees Hall last year, but even more so he's just likely to pick up an injury in these ankles. If you keep ramming him into 300 pound bodies in the middle. So I think you can get away with that with Dalvin Cook. He has a shorter shelf life. You only need him for one season. That's all he signed, obviously, one year, seven mil with incentives. So I think you're going to see him get a lot of early touches early in the season, set the tone, be that more physical player who can also break some of the explosives. And then when they get in the red zone, he can be your finisher as well. So I think there are a lot of parallels to what Ladanian Tomlinson could do with the Jets. Obviously, LT, a better overall career, a better pass catcher. But I think there's definitely a lot of symmetry between the two moves. Luke, you know, it's interesting. Dalvin Cook's visit to Jets training camp did not air on HBO's Hard Knocks. And it wasn't on one Jets drive either. But now that Dalvin Cook is signed, you have to figure that at some point the footage of him at Jets camp winds up certainly in one Jets drive, but perhaps even in hard knocks too. The Jets have a lot of say over what appears in both of those. Maybe they didn't want to jinx their chances at getting Dalvin Cook. But now that he's signed, I would think that he's going to make it to TV and certainly to the web series. 
Yeah, you'd imagine so. As we're recording, there's a new episode of One Jet's Drive that's dropping, and I, I would be shocked if the Dalvin Cook news wasn't in there somewhere. The meeting, they're now pretty comfortable airing that. Um, I'd say this is pretty well orchestrated. I think it was Tom um, Tom Palacino from NFL Network who tweeted out saying, the worst-kept secret is now official. That isn't how I felt about it the last week or two. But apparently NFL insiders have always assumed this move was going to happen. And it looks like maybe they held off until the airing of this episode even. So, look, I'm sure we're going to see more about it. The Jets are spoiled this year with content for fans. There's so much great stuff coming out between um, Hard Knocks, One Jets Drive, and the Play Like a Jet Daily podcast. So, yeah, I'm sure you're going to see a lot more of Dalvin Cook. (laughs) Luke, I love how you worked in the Play Like a Jet podcast in terms of the great content surrounding the Jets this offseason. You are a loyal soldier, my friend. You know what? We have to uh, we have to fly our own flag. We're we're doing the work, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Luke, one last note. I thought this was underrated. I forget who posted this. It was somebody from either ESPN or NFL Network. But apparently, James Cook, who is Dalvin Cook's brother, has Dalvin's first name as his middle name, and Dalvin has his little brother's name as his middle name. So you're going to see the Bills and the Jets with James Dalvin Cook going up against Dalvin James Cook. That is a battle for the ages, my friend. It's crazy. Some of the quirks you get in the NFL are, are absolutely wild. You obviously have brothers playing here in New York in Quincy and Quinn and Williams. That's confusing enough. Now getting that whole symmetry with the two brothers playing against each other in division, swapping middle names and first names. It's crazy. I hope that Dalvin is still the better brother in 2023 and has bragging rights. That would be fantastic. I think they're the two best teams in the division, and hopefully we got the best one. A lot of cooks in the New York kitchen now. Exactly right. (laughs) Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about the breaking news of Dalvin Cook signing with the New York Jets. One year, maximum value of $8.6 million. And of course, talking about your film review on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash play like jet. Really appreciate it. For those that want to watch your Dalvin Cook breakdown and all the other great breakdowns you have up, including one of Jermaine Johnson and Will McDonald, which is an outstanding video that a lot of people have been watching already. People very excited, understandably so, about that young pass rush duo. There's that. There's so much more on our YouTube channel. What do we have up there? What's cooking over the next few days? And what can people expect to see when they go to our store over at tpublic.com? That's teepublic.com. Yeah, the YouTube channel's got a lot of content coming out through the preseason, Scott. As you mentioned, we had a video on the two young bucks uh, up front on the defensive line in McDonald and Johnson, looking at their performance against the Panthers. I've got a video coming up probably tomorrow on Zaire Barnes, someone I hadn't seen a ton of. I thought he was quite disappointing week one. He was really, really good, especially in pass coverage. So that was impressive in week I guess technically week one of the preseason. There'll be a video up on possibly Michael Carter looking at the tight end group and also Zach Wilson and seeing if we're seeing the right um, steps in the right direction for him. So tons of 10-minute All-22 breakdowns. Make sure you check us out and subscribe over at the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. And then on Tee Public, just cool designs, Scott. It's not just buy this shirt. You've got the Play Like a Jet logo. You've got Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you, illustration, as Zach the Ripper. And you can do anything you like with it. You can put it on a shirt. You can put it on sweats. You can use it as a sticker. You can get laptop covers, anything you want, you can do. So check it out at Tee Public and uh, make sure you keep supporting the channel. 
Make sure you check out everything we've got up at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and Play Like a Jet. Dot com.